was a rematch of last year's playoffs. You know, last year was a disappointing outcome for the Bruins. And, uh, you know, they took it home. It was a great game. Very exciting. Can't wait to dig into it. You guys ready? You guys watch the game, right? Go Bees. This is a Bruins podcast now. Because <laughs> holy shit. The Bears, I don't know, man. Is it worth talking about? No. <laughs> Goodbye. But <laughs> here we are anyway. Uh, so the Chicago Bears lose to the LA Chargers on Sunday. Before we dig too deep into that, I am your host, Omar Delgado. With me, as always, Zachary Stein, also known yeah. as Stein, and Isaac Turgeon, Packers Yo. fan extraordinaire. So some updates for you. Tyson Bagent, according to Matt Eberflus, will be starting week nine against the Saints, which, I mean, do you want to get into how it's, I thought Justin Fields, I don't know, it, to me it seems a little strange that it was very like sudden and like, nope, Tyson Bajan's starting. I thought Justin Fields had been doing better and improving. Uh, he was questionable, I think. And then, yeah, Eberflus was saying he was doing better. I think Justin Fields himself was saying that he wanted his goal was to come back against the Saints, and it seems just very sudden to just be like so early in the week with a little bit of time left to be like, no, Tyson Bajan's starting. Uh, uh, I think that, that the reason being is they looked at the schedule and realized that we have a short turnaround before we have Thursday night football against the Panthers. Mm -hmm. So I think it's asking a lot of someone who's got an injured thumb on their throwing hand to – play two full games within five days of each other so from my perspective i took that as they're just trying to like be smart with it so that mm. they can have him for the panthers on thursday night football sure um otherwise you know bring him back against the saints where he could re-enter it since it's so close to the you know it's still like it's still fresh ish you know yeah. fresher than it would be five more days later when right playing the panthers plus yeah. this gives fields technically he doesn't have to really worry about the Saints game plan then. He can literally spend time planning for the Panthers. Focusing on the Panthers. Way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's that's kind of my original take. Um, I know that some people are out there trying to be like, no, nah, I feel Stir the pot a little bit. Yeah. Something that we definitely need to mention is obviously the trade deadline is tomorrow, uh, Halloween day. So. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone's like, oh, Fields is unhappy. And, you know, he, he, he can't be there. He wore the sunglasses and tried to temper uh, like, So, but no, like I think stuff. ultimately it's just more of a, they, I think they're trying not to finish in last place. Uh, like, sure. The worst team in all of football. Yeah. Um, mostly because I think at this point the coaches are fighting for their jobs. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's safe to say that's true. And, uh, yeah, so I, I didn't really read too too much into that. I think that was just more of a an analytical way of, of taking when he should come back. Versus yeah, just being a little bit smarter about his return. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I guess oh, I, 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 I was... I'm giving Iberflus way too much fucking credit. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's him, though. I have sure. a feeling it was like one of the team doctors who was like, you know. <laughs> if you give him another five, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that we had that quick turnaround. Um, so yeah, I guess that makes a little bit of sense. I just was caught, a little caught off guard because I was like, oh man, well, it seemed like 
you know, Fields was really ready to come back. They were saying he was doing better. So it was just to be so immediate and just like, no, Tyson Bajan is starting. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, well, and initially, but, uh, he yeah, had, I mean, maybe uh, there's. He hadn't said that, right? He had been yeah. sort of very much like he's he's day to day. He's yeah. turned it into it, it's week to week and he's not going to go into and he like really shut it down. Too. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. going to discuss this any further. So Fair um, enough. that's that piece of it is the one, the one caveat, the one little like. I'm 99% sure it has to do with schedule. Um, yeah. 1% is like, oh, or is there some? Or is it? Like, yeah. Or, or is there? So, yeah. I don't know. But Oh, I think I, I, we're at this point in the season, like we're not making playoffs. Nothing too exciting is happening. I think everyone's more than ready to stir the pot <laughs> and just go, like stir something up, you know? It's more entertaining than watching the games. Yeah, 100%. Um, just so, I mean, you said the trade deadline's tomorrow. I mean, by the time this comes out, uh, hopefully the trade deadline will still be going on or it might be over. We'll see. Um, but I mean, there's been, uh, rumors about us possibly trading for Chase Young. It's all, again, it's all just rumor. Another rumor was, I don't even, well, I think the rumor is that Chase Young is available, right? Which, um, he openly said he wants to stay with the commanders. Like he wants to stay in Washington. Mm. So it's not a him asking for a trade thing. So we're trying to get out. Yeah. Um, but you know, he definitely would shore up a piece that we desperately need. Yeah. Need some more firepower in. But I think it's uh, basically like you also have to consider he's only played like half the games he's he's that have existed in his career so far. He's um, been injured a lot, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so at that point, you kind of have to take into consideration like, yeah, he would be good. But what's the reliability factor here? Plus... Mm-hmm. Plus then also looking at like this, we need, if we're going to make a trade like that, the price has to be right. Maybe like a, I'd go as high as like a third round pick. But other than that, I'm not, I, I, I yeah. can't because if you do bring someone like Chase Young in, you're, you're, you're looking long-term, you're not looking for that, like, uh, like rent a contract. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. for a rental player, that's, that's then just going to like bounce pretty quick. So yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I think that that's, yeah, it could help. I don't think it's a good move, ultimately. Yes. If one of the commander's edge rushers gets moved, I think it's going to be Sweat more than Chase. Well, it's funny because they already said that they're going to put Young up, not Sweat. Really? Because that, that, that that's not what it looked like on Sunday from yeah. just like watching. That was their whole thing throughout conversations today was that Young the rumors are all about Young. Nothing to do with sweat at all. That's wild because if you saw him in the last game, he like he looked like Rogers when he left Lambeau Field for the last time. Like he was just looking around. He like had his jersey swap with his brother and shit like that. And like I don't know if maybe he was just having a euphoric moment or what. Well, I think it's still unknown for them, you know, obviously because that at that time they still were talking about that. But uh, since the game, uh, you know, overnight and throughout throughout most of today everything that i've seen everything the the six different podcasts i listen to like, and, uh-huh. like they, it, everything is hosted around chase young right now and um only three of them are bears podcasts so <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like another update for you it looks like the bills the 49ers and the cowboys are all interested in jalen johnson uh because we have not locked him down for some reason <laughs> Uh, confuses me, but uh, well, I I understand like the idea of if there are. First off, you look at the Bills, Niners, and Cowboys. All three of them consider themselves at least to be contenders. Yeah, uh, 
So if, if that's the case, like, yeah, I understand like leaving the prospect out there a little bit just to kind of see like, why not the, well, let's face it. Ultimately, every single player is a product. Every single player is something on the shelf that can be traded, you know, sold, whatever it does, mm-hmm. does not matter. Like they, in the eyes of ownership, they are not people. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, at that point you have to look at, it's kind of like, it's like if you had a first edition Mewtwo Pokemon card, right? And just sitting on the shelf, and you're like, you never put up that it's not for sale. You, you always want to see what people are going to offer. What, what people might, yeah. You what know? you could get maybe. Yeah, um, I think that's... But, and, and so with that... I, Mewtwo and, is... And, pre- <laughs> the first edition and, Mewtwo is pretty high praises for Jalen Johnson. <laughs> well, I mean, I was yeah. not equating him to okay, that okay. card. All right, sure. Case. Maybe sure. I'd, I'd equate him. I don't know. I don't think it'd be any first edition. Yeah. Not first gen, so... Yeah. Um, no, I get but, what you're saying, though. Yeah. You know, just a product that is definitely sought after that position sought after let's face it like he's cornerback yeah. you know and, and um he's good enough i don't think that he's elite so that's kind of my thing is i mm, get why we're really? not locking him down right now immediately he's not he's not performing like an elite by sure. any means not with us even, yeah even scheme or not like instinct has to kick in yeah and you know he finally gets two takeaways against fucking brian hoyer like what yeah what, yeah I, I, I could get a takeaway against brian yeah hoyer, right? <laughs> yeah That's i totally didn't, false nobody I, hold me to that challenge i <laughs> did not uh because i think he was being a little vocal during after that game too and i was like well, is this really the be. game you want to hang your hat on like you that you picked off brian hoyer <laughs> like, i mean he, uh, i think he needed to be though right like that's he sure is. sure he is a product and he knows that, right? Yeah. And so he's yeah. like, but I know my worth and I need to get paid while I can. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I'm never going to fault any player for, for doing that, for, you know, for trying for, to get their money, trying to get their money, build their brand. Like they're yeah. limited. These guys are going to be done by the time they're early thirties. You know, they got, they got another, if they're lucky. another 50 to 60 years to go in yeah. life. Like, yeah, lock it down, dude. Like, go for it and and your body's going to be hurting for the rest of that life yeah Yeah. (laughs) might as well be comfortable financially do you think anyone's gonna offer anything worth anything has i haven't seen any any like specifics or that's the thing is i mean i haven't seen any specifics either it's just like we have not locked them in people are interested calls are happening nothing's for sure um and I think the only, I mean, the only specifics I, even, it's not even specific. It's just like, I think they asked Jalen Johnson uh, directly and he was like, yeah, even I'm not really a hundred percent sure where our contract negotiation negotiation is right now. Like it's still kind of, you know, happening. So, uh, so now we're going to move into injury updates. Uh, we're still waiting to see how Edmonds is going to, is where he's at. Uh, he left the game. He, he left, he got injured, he left, and then he came back for a few more plays and then left again. And then it just seems like there's uh, just waiting to see how he is. That's, That's the knee, right? Yep, the knee. Uh, Braxton Jones was practicing last week. Uh, it looks like he might come back for uh, for the Saints game. Still not sure. Matty Rufus said, quote, we'd like to get him out there this week. We'll see where he is. We evaluate him day to day. We're hopeful he'll get out there, end quote. So, I mean, positive words from Eberflus. We'll see if he comes back. Could definitely use him. Uh, and Jaquan Brisker is back in concussion protocol. Uh, it was just kind of a weird road for him this past week because he had cleared protocol. He was feeling ill. He was kind of out, like, oh, I think since Tuesday last week, he, was, he wasn't practicing or doing anything. Continued to feel ill and sick. Uh, they ruled him out on Saturday, and then they had him reevaluated, and he's back in concussion protocol today. 
So, um, which I mean, I'd rather they be careful. I, that's it's not something to be too upset about. I think I'd rather them err on the side of caution, and not even caution. I mean, they fully know that he's still concussed and still dealing with that. So, I don't think he needs to be. They need to be rushing him back. You know. Uh, and then I think you wanted to talk about Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. You wanted to hit on Jackson, right? I mean, n- nothing specific other than what the fuck. Yeah. Why is he dressed? <laughs> He's it, dressed, but still in reserve for emergency what, situations. For emergency situations. <laughs> this is like that same game that he came out of because he re-injured the same foot that had been injured before when he was on IR. Yeah. And then, and then they were like, but he. He didn't go to the locker room and he, he was still dressed and, and available in emergency situation. We're like, what the, f- that was an emergency situation. <laughs> yeah. That was an all hands. And then this one, I'm like, how is this not an emergency situation You're going <laughs> against Justin Herbert? Who is, I'm going to say it. He's a, he is a top six, seven quarterback for sure. Like he just is, he's a mm-hmm. legit quarterback. Um, yeah. He's had his struggles early. I did not take the chargers in this because he's been struggling. And, and I know that he's had, you know, the finger issue, um, on his non-throwing hand uh but that that still you know has an effect um you could see it all wrapped up and everything that giant dildo that he had on his finger oh he was uh, showing it off ready to ram it yeah and uh clearly he's feeling better yeah. so, uh, <laughs> but i'm like what how would you not ha- you need everyone out there then yeah everyone like they, uh-huh. they can be out there put them out there yeah and if not dude let him take care of himself and get fucking healthy and bring in someone else someone else know, to get right on the sideline like that's another dress spot that could have been used yeah well general vibe we always start with how are you feeling stein after watching that terrible display of a game <laughs> yesterday i'm not surprised i can't be surprised yeah i'm not like getsy had a stupid stupid plan again it's like yeah works one week what the fuck works one week what the fuck like you know so uh mm-hmm. this is the what the fuck and honestly <laughs> i can even say what the fuck and be like yeah it's yeah right. that tracks yeah that tracks <sighs> i'm with you man this is uh i was not surprised especially just the way uh the way it all started and then the way it just continued to go and then by second half i was just like yeah that's that's how it is. That's how this is going. That's how the rest of the season is probably going to go. Um, so, yeah, it's just tough, and it sucks that uh, I feel kind of numb to it at this point. <laughs> this is not where I thought I would be with this bear season. But here we are. Uh, so, yeah, he has a he has a works one week and a what the fuck, which uh, Matt Eberflus is in the same boat. I want to talk a little bit about him. He's now 5-20 and 20 overall, and in his entire tenure with the Bears, has yet to win two games in a row. Which, uh, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be a response to so much. Yeah, just, yeah, that tracks. For those of it's, you who aren't football analysts, usually you want to win at least two games in a row. You want to have a two game stretch of wins helps. at some point. <laughs> yeah, it, it helps. helps. Yeah. <laughs> um, another interesting little tidbit about Matty Rufus is that he's only beat five quarterbacks. Uh, to name those, he's beat Trey Lance, Davis Mills, who, who. <laughs> Uh, Mac Jones, Sam Howell, and Brian Hoyer. Mr. Defensive-Minded. <laughs> um, Mr. Hits. Mr. Hits. Mr. Hits. <laughs> oh, Mr. Hits. I think about, that's... Can we talk about the S on Hits? <laughs> shit. Like, like, shit. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. 
I think that's a good segue to start talking about the game because I watching this game. He talks so much about hits, but holy fuck, the lack of discipline in just in tackling, in they are in running and route running and like coming into this just, game, we had 21, 21 pre-snap penalties, which is tied for fifth most in the NFL. We had four in the first half alone. Dude. Bringing the total to 25 at that point. It's like, yeah. what is happening? What? You can't tell me. I'm sorry. S is supposed to stand for smart. Just FYI for anybody that doesn't know. Oh, what is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to stand for smart. Okay. Oh. Smart. Uh, yeah. And there is just, we are just God awful when it comes to the basics. When it comes to the fucking basics, just across the board. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Across the board it is terrible so in the lack of discipline we lost both teams were under 80 yards rushing it's been five years since the chicago bears have won a sunday night football game in those five years we're 0 and 8 and we've been outscored 105 to 230 that tracks that tracks, <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> just undisciplined i don't know what else to say about the game in general so I guess let's dig into we can get dig into Tyson Bajan a little bit. I th- didn't think he played I thought he played solid. Uh would you disagree? No, I think he did fine. Yeah. He he again, he is a backup quarterback. I, I didn't realize this last week when we talked about, you know, the idea of him being a division two undrafted rookie. He's the first non division one undrafted rookie to start a game. Ever. Ever. And whoa. <laughs> and so I mean, like that's so the fact that he came out and executed game plan so well last week is something to say. Now, again, keep in mind he only passed for like 160 yards, right? So, yeah, right. <laughs> like, you know, you, you you listen to uh uh the couple of dog shit defenses that that uh fields beat up, it's like, yeah, but he also broke three hundred yards in each of those and threw for multiple touchdowns, right? Yeah. Like, this, <laughs> the Raiders was like 160 in a touchdown, you know, like yeah. that's, uh, but he took care of the ball. He did what he needed to here. Okay. Yeah. We, we can start talking about Beijing. I will say ultimately he did what he needed to, as far as like his job is concerned from being a backup this time on like, you know, you're in primetime football now, right? It's not just yeah. day. It's not just, uh, you know, you're in primetime football and you're, you're in, it's two of the largest, markets playing against each other you mm-hmm. know so like this is a big thing um <laughs> did you guys see when we sent him on that route and mac followed him and it was i was like oh my god oh, he's, he gonna die. Die. <laughs> he's, he's gonna like, die he's gonna die you saw it in his eyes he was like oh fuck oh this is not gonna work this is oh <laughs> i have khalil mac on me <laughs> he was like you could tell he was like he was like, he better not throw that fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> that play was just, I, I was. Why are you trying to fully, get cute with shit? You were not in a position to be getting cute, buddy. Like he you does need to execute time. the basics. Not, you not should be. Again, let's be very clear. No, yeah, yes, hundred like, percent. So I was um, so I I saw that and I looked at because I was watching it with my buddy who's not a football guy, but I looked at he even he was like, is that supposed? What the fuck was that? Was that the? <laughs> what did they do? <laughs> I was like. That's the bullshit we've been pulling all fucking season. <laughs> like, 
It was ridiculous. I think that he, he proved without a shadow of a doubt that he is a capable QB2. Yes. You know, which is – that's a big thing. That is a yes. big thing because in a league where they – like QB2s are fucking awful. They are disastrous. <laughs> Did you see how many were playing yesterday? Look <laughs> Quite a few. I knew us. I knew. And then – uh, the Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, I mean, he's – for game two? Like, yeah. I – he did fine. I think most teams fine. are in the position where if you have to go to your QB two, you basically chalk up your game to a loss. <laughs> like unless you're going to dog against a dog shit team. But yeah, I, th- I think he's in a good spot. I think he's he's proved himself and is a great QB two. I, I mean, we can talk. You can go even more in depth and analyzing like the interceptions and stuff. You know that it ultimately. But the the is, the thing that happened, the issue here was. The issue I think here was that we were playing from behind the whole time. So he he was forced into a position that he had to throw. He was yeah. not put in a position to be successful. Now I will Get say that I think that a, a piece of that that comes that, that the reason to that is because of that first pass to Mooney to open up the game. Yeah, when he hit him for that forty-one yarder, that should have been more than a forty-one yarder. That should have you been the that? yeah, should have been and a touchdown. So I think. I think that that first play changed. The moment, but not even momentum. It set the tone, set the tone. of the re- what the rest of the game would be. Yes, um, because yes, the officials are to blame for blowing the whistle early, but then they did it the rest of the game. Yeah, and Mooney didn't sell it either. Right, he slowed down. He turned around before he turned. Around he took a few steps again. and then took yeah, slowed down and started looking like, "Am I allowed to go?" Like, <laughs> and, like he needs to sell it. He needs to sell it, right, wrong, or indifferent. He needs to sell it and help influence that. Decision. Yeah, you. Yeah, and, you have the ball. Didn't. You just go for it. Yeah, and 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 because if that if he had continued and scored, if he had continued aggressively as though he were in a live play, yeah, and scored, the officials could have could have allowed that score, or yeah. it could have been challenged by the coaches. Yeah, um, what would know, have been- anything to where then you have to look at the Bears would have had a lead. Mm-hmm. And Bajan would not have been coming in on starting the next from one. Behind, yeah. Starting from behind again. Yeah. So, uh, plus, oh, man, the kid got robbed. His first explosive play should have been a tutty, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and it. Oh, that would have boosted. I mean, that would have put his confidence through the roof. Like Exactly. And let's, a, a young, blossoming quarterback, a young, developing quarterback, a young backup quarterback. Blossoming. Thrives off of that shit. They yeah. thrive off of that shit. Yeah. And so uh, that immediately could have changed how the rest of that game went. Yeah, I think that would have set a different tone. Uh, I feel like it's been happening all season to us. I don't know if it's around the league or us specific, but I feel like I've seen it so many plays too. where it's just like, why are you blowing that dead already? That was not like, uh, it's, and it's a little frustrating. But uh, I mean, what can you do? You know, it also, it shouldn't be coming down to the refs. <laughs> you shouldn't leave it to the refs, I should say. At least that's right. Uh, but I, I mean, I, but in this argument, that doesn't really apply just because it yeah, was yeah. literally the first, the first, yeah, game first sure. position. you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was also nice to see that they took that shot that they allowed him to, because, you know, things they trusted him out the week before with bringing yeah. Peterman in for that, for the Hail Mary and, and it, you know, the, the, the arm strength and stuff. And everyone was like, no, no, you'll see. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. You know, and, and, and he was, it was, I thought it was a good throw. I thought it was well-placed. Um, you know, he Mooney had to extend a little bit for it, but I think that the placement was right. And you yeah, know, like that, yeah. yes, he needed to the way he put it. So, um, well, it's nice no, to I see think, your, I think he did great. coaches have a little bit of faith in their players, <laughs> you know. So, one good decision that the coaches made this during the day, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> From there on out, though, not great. Uh, one Bagent uh, or Bagent hit, you know, uh, Velas Jones Jr. in the end zone while he was sitting on his ass <laughs> and didn't make the catch. Wide open, brother. You're sitting down. Wide no one open. touching you. Why the ball hits open. you in the chest? It, it hit him in his tummy. Wide <sighs> fucking open. And now, hey. What I are we doing? This is this is okay. People have given him total shit, and to a point, yes, he deserves that. He deserves the <laughs> okay. fact that he can't yeah. ask you. However, yeah. ultimately, this is my big issue, and this is the one thing that I wanted to come in and talk about today. The only mainish point that I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. the primary causal agent to all of this, is coaching. It's coaching. Yes. Don't tell me about like your your priority on focusing on on hits. You know, HITS, you know, the whole thing. And, and, and being like shit. Yeah, exactly. Total, total shit. And, you know, you can't even execute the very basics of this football game at a professional level. The very basics yep. of this football game at a peewee level. <laughs> hey, <laughs> guess what, defense? Don't line up over the ball multiple times <laughs> Yeah, in a game. Just, don't do it. Yeah. You know, just stupid mistakes. Stu- we are playing dumb, dumb football. Yeah. We're ac- on both sides of the ball. Dumb, dumb football. Yeah. Whether, and, and they're not positioning their players for success. I will also say they're positioning players who don't, aren't quite there yet for like to get, to be in key positions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Vilas Jones Jr. Yeah. Kid's got speed. He is fast as fuck. Very he was fast. wide the fuck open. Yeah. But he does not have his hands yet. Yeah. And a lack of awareness too. Like, I mean, that's what I think the whole reason for that. <laughs> he was just lost. And then he was like, oh shit, I'm sitting down and the ball is like right in my face. <laughs> like, I mean, he was able to attack that space. He got open for a reason. Yeah. It's just his hands just are fucking nuts. They're not there. But yeah, but again, it, again, he's again, not the hey, one putting himself well, on the roster. Right now with that's where we're sitting that, yeah. He shouldn't be on exactly. He be he on the be on roster. Practice yeah, squad. That's a decision. Yeah. He has the skill enough to be on a practice squad for sure. And like get he needs to be getting reps in. He needs to be working mm-hmm. on that skill set. This team, this coaching staff has proven time and time again that they do not practice shit. We saw it. Think about all the long snaps. All the long snaps, regardless of who the fuck was snapping it. All those snaps over the head, over the head, over the head, off to the right, off to the left over the head didn't fucking matter yeah week after week after week after week we're missing stupid blocks we're missing open field tackles we can't attack the fucking ball we're is awful. no pressure like just this poor did kid not get is literally put yeah. in a position to look like a fucking fool <laughs> yeah yeah with our record with where we're sitting right now at this point if i'm not i don't even want to talk about the players yeah he in my and right now this ultimately has to do with the coaches and they suck yeah dick not in a fun way (laughs) yeah uh it's just obvious obvious across the board lack of discipline lack of coaching and i mean these these guys are these are professional football players and they're tackling like their arm tackling you know tyreek stevenson you know whatever he's he's still uh he's still a young guy but it's just like dude why are you trying to arm tackle a guy that's a foot fucking taller than you (laughs) like why why are you trying to i don't know grab Eckler while he's in motion yeah. from behind by the top of the shoulder pads. Yeah. Like if that's the case, go for the fucking horse collar. Like, yeah, it might, like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Commit to it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like that's, I don't, I just, 
it is. I think yesterday yeah. was, yeah, I think yesterday really cemented if it was to whoever, I think it cemented in the minds of anyone who wasn't for sure, for sure about it, that the coaching staff is a problem. Uh, I think there was a lot of talk of like, oh, you know, Bajan's going to come and show out, which I, I if he had, yeah. and, and like I said, we, like we said, he had a good game, uh, but I think people were saying he was going to pop off, you know, that Justin Fields was a problem. I think yesterday cemented that it's it's the coaching. And I, yeah, I mean, we've just beat this horse <laughs> to death. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I bet it's, but we have, at this point, there's nothing else to talk about week in and week out, especially after these losses. Is, it's just it so plain. Like it's just plain as day. Yeah. They're garbage. And, uh, They're making stupid calls. They're, and then listen to their their post game shit, or read any of their interviews or anything. Like they're just. Eberflus has yet to take responsibility for anything. They do not know what they're doing. There is no leadership at all. No. I said this. I think in like week three or four, whenever all that shit was going on with old boy that we sent down to Miami. Like, regardless of what your take is on any of that, the fact of the matter is the leadership here is dishonorable and bullshit. <laughs> it's disgusting. So at that point, now what I would like to talk about is just let's give credit where credit's due. Yeah. You know, like like we can talk about a few of the positives with Bajan. I mean, he he attempted 37 passes. He hit 25 to nine different Bears receivers. That's a great thing, like spreading the ball around. Spreading the ball around. That's something yeah. that we don't always do. Love to see it. Um, being able to, you know, he had that 41-yarder that should have been a tutty, mm-hmm. right? Uh, should have, could have, would have. Yeah. Uh, but, and then he also uh, – he hit Still a great 10 receptions. Yeah. Matt had a fucking like rock star. Komet finally getting some love. I'm here for it. <laughs> finally. finally. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Bajan came in. He did what he needed to do. Um, you know, he, I don't think he would have thrown one of those two interceptions. One of them was questionable. I don't, I don't think he would have thrown one of them had he not been in, in a position of playing from behind. I think one of them too. And then there was a couple that were close that weren't on him. It was like receivers bobbling the ball. And I think one for sure was definitely like, they like pulled the ball out of with the receiver's hand and like that was it ended up being like an interception. There was the one that it looked like it was uh was it over or underthrown to Moody, but it actually was like it was actually a mus- miscommunication with um with DJ Moore. Mm. Um again, I don't even want to talk about like because that just goes back to the like coaching thing. Yeah. <laughs> Why was he targeted twice in the second half? Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, and that was an open miscommunication that that Moore admitted to, and that Bajan took full responsibility for. Yeah, you know, leadership. He is, you know, so um, they might not be buying in. I can't tell if they're buying in to Iberflus and all the bullshit from the coaching staff, but I can tell that they're buying into each other. They they have each other's backs. They're not throwing each other under the bus. Yeah, um, you know they. They believe in each other still. And that, which is like, it's like you have to look for that little bit of hope here, right? Yeah. It's like fucking positives. Ted Mosby and How I Met Your Mother. It's like, you, you know, you're five years in and you're like, I have to keep hope and I have to believe that there is something here. Sure. Uh, otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. What is there to even continue for? Right. What's there for me to continue watching football or being a Bears fan for? You know, it's, there has to be hope. And I think the one piece of hope that I have right now is, looking at the positives and looking at that the team itself, the players themselves seem to have each other's backs. So, yeah, I mean, we saw great effort from a lot of our key players, even when we're down seven to 30 <laughs> in a dog shit season, <laughs> like this season's basically a scratch and they're still putting forth great effort. And I think that's definitely something to be, uh, to be proud of. I'm proud of those guys. I'm proud to have those guys on the team. 
and uh, you know they do it like you said. I, and I, yeah, I don't think anyone's bought. I'm not, I'd be surprised if any of these players came out and said they're bought into Matt Eberflus. <laughs> they have yet yeah. to do it all season, uh, but they're definitely there for each other, and they're definitely there for themselves. They're showing up for themselves and for the fans. So we'll take what um, we can get. Absolutely, I think we need to give a shout out to the O line for sure, right? Um, uh, well, I think going back to the O line, <laughs> huh? I said two fifths of the O line for sure. Well, no, I think the O line as as a whole, when you look at the entire game, actually didn't do terrible yeah. in their job assignments. Um, a lot of the a lot of the mistakes and the execution issues came off on like during the play mm. um, with with the actual playmakers, right? Um, not the play facilitators, which unfortunately that is what the O line is. They're the facilitators, yeah, They're just providing <laughs> the the protection, the time, yeah, like that, right? yeah. Um, clearly, the run game wasn't as uh, successful as it yeah. had been the week prior or yeah. as we would have liked it to be again we're going up against a an, an, a step up defense for sure you know you've you've got Cleo Mack and uh Bosa over on the other uh, other side of the ball yeah hard to get but past those ultimately guys. they did really well Darnell Wright had a hell of a game you guy and I think he just yeah. continues to show oh he's showing that he's going to be like a foundational piece of this O-line I think keep him healthy keep him healthy keep him healthy mm-hmm. please yep Having a great season so far. Only two pressures, zero sna- zero sacks, but 39, 39 pass blocks snaps. Yeah. Like that's that's, that's awesome. a great stat line for him. Um, third down efficiency, 6 of 14. It's sub 500, but, you know, we're – it's better than like uh, – I think we were like 1 or 2 of 13 or 14 or 15 in one game. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, like – well, so I just feel like that one, my reaction to that one is just like tracks, <laughs> like yeah. tracks, like, <laughs> yeah, a little progress. Sure. We'll take it. Uh, yeah, man. And just not a lot only, of <laughs> the only other positive I would throw out is, you know, the bears defense only allowed 54 rushing yards. Um, Eckler destroyed people. They destroyed us when it came to the screen plays, but yeah. Um, he had 15 carries for 29 yards. So, I mean, he averaged 1.9 yards per carry. So, I mean, the run defense itself, like closing down those running lanes in the in the middle, they're still doing great on that aspect. Yeah. Right? So they're averaging uh, currently over the last four games, they're averaging 42 yards allowed. It's <laughs> pretty good. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. that's fucking good. Yeah. That's great. Now, if only we could, you know, contain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like uh that that would have been nice yeah um but you know props to that portion of their game piece uh the rest of it was fucking garbage yeah uh again that's where you get those open field tackles the missed tackles the single arm tackles the the above the waist tackles you know just just bad mechanics and basics just fundamentals and discipline lacking probably shout out to darrington evans for scoring his first touch of his career you know i mean like good for him absolutely good for he he, he and he did it fashionably him. right hurtling over a defender like yeah. I mean, every kid dreams <laughs> you want to do that right? yeah that's like, the that's, highlight you you dream of for sure absolutely so um yeah oh, well, I, I, we uh, take the positives that's yeah the that's positives. about what we got was, yeah uh, there you go anything <laughs> else outside of this i think like i mentioned before it's just it just goes back to the same root problem yeah, they are not drilling mechanics. They are not drilling basics. They are not sticking with fucking game plans that work. Like, if they Getsy come up with game to, plans that work, yeah, they come up with game plans. They, yeah. uh, Getsy needs to just stop trying to be cute. 
stop it. Yeah, you, you aren't. You are not. Someone needs to tell him, like, bro, you're ugly, bro. You aren't the star. This is ugly. Hot chick in the show, like, yeah, you're you're not even like the best friend of the hot chick in the movie. Like, you're you're one of the underlings that follows there. Sure, gets, like, yeah. Like fifteen seconds of screen time. Like, yeah, stop. Not. He got used to. Be, he was. He used to be. He was the best friend of the hot chick for a while. He got used to it. It's like it's not your It's not your role anymore, my guy. Well, he, with that, I think uh, again, he's all talk. I'll talk, no walk, and no walk. refuse. Yeah, I, I just cannot be said enough that he still has yet to take responsibility and really uh, sack up his court take the blame. Yeah. Well, and, and and again, especially Beijing, I think the leadership piece is in that kid for sure. So yeah, yeah, uh, he's definitely one dude. Um, yeah, uh, I will say with DJ Moore though, he only had four receptions on six targets, but it was for fifty-five yards. So I mean, literally, he's just showing like he's critical. You got to get him the ball. You have to get him the ball. <laughs> like that. Get him the ball. Um, and he's he's, gonna get he's one of the ones too that I when I, I that I I think of immediately when it's like some one of the leaders on this team that is still putting forth effort despite the situation we're in. He is like probably front and center for me. Like even though he's maybe not getting the ball as much as he should, as much as he should, let alone how much he would, would like to, uh, I haven't heard a peep out of him negatively. Like he, he's still like when he gets the ball and when he gets a catch, he fucking makes it count. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's he does his job. great to see. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a good chunk of his yards at this point. Yeah. And not to, this is not a knock at all. I think it's to his, to his credit. And it's, I mean, it's what he does best. That's why we brought him here. But I think a lot of those yards that he got are from after the catch and him putting, making that effort after contact, you know? Mm-hmm. So props to him. Um, I, I, you know, we, we, uh, looking at the chargers, we did discuss first off, there was one time white hair, there was one play where white hair was made to look like a bitch. That was when Bosa just fucking blew him away, dude. like single handedly. Like, yeah, to, literally, like they locked up, and then Bosa just used one arm to basically lift his ass up <laughs> off the ground. Yeah, and say, get the fuck out the way. So um, it's Bosa. You can't sack, do much you know, about. Yeah, that was um, right at then, the start of the game too. That was. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck! Like, please don't again, let that be all game. <laughs> again, wouldn't have later what the fuck ever i don't even want to talk about the rest of that what <laughs> exactly like he wouldn't have been in that position had it not been it doesn't matter yeah um but i mean shout out to herbert for looking healthy i think it's more entertaining and i think it's good for the sport when you know you have this high caliber quarterback being able to perform at that that higher level um 31 of 40 298 yards with three touchdowns great game austin eckler also looking healthy again which is nice to see because i think he is He's definitely a veteran now, but he is explosive. He's one of those dual threats uh, running backs. Um, he, again, our run defense was stout. It kept him. He had 15 attempted carries, mm-hmm. only 29 yards, but he had seven receptions for 94 yards. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so he made it up elsewhere. Like, out, it was like, he was like, no, nah, that's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it over here then. Yeah. So you can tell that he's starting to make his, because they both had been sort of having, struggling with some injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, and to your point too, I think it makes the game more fun too. Also, when it's like not a household name uh, yeah. popping off, because I don't Which think I mean, he's quite there yet. I think he has been in conversations, but I don't think he's like he's well, he's definitely not like in the Mahomes in the like. That's you know, always an issue when we're like, dealing with a West Coast team. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, that's always yeah. an issue. Like, yeah, just because we're in the Midwest, like that's not our market. We don't right. get regular crossover with them. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, that's just but yeah. Love to see it. Good for the game. Absolutely. Good for him. Sucks for us, but 
I think that's it. I think that about does it for the game recap. Anything beyond this would just be overkill. So with that, I think we will now move into the NFC North vibe check with Isaac Turger. How you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling great. Yeah. Caleb Williams, here we come. <laughs> we, you know, the, we play- the Packers? <laughs> Yeah, it's the only glimpse of like something to look forward to right now because yeah. I'm not having I'm not having fun watching this team right now. <laughs> it is as bad as it is gonna get. Packers fans are in shambles too, bro. <laughs> like just being online and seeing like the meltdown, and it's just like <laughs> so you can tell which ones are the younger ones too because they're all like, "This fucking sucks!" Like I can't take this. <laughs> it's like, buddy. <laughs> well, it's just not fun to watch. Sure, like genuinely, like I'm just like. There was a time where I was just like, I I put the game on. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to watch this because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, because uh, yeah. Well, let's let's dig into it. It was it was the the Packers and the Vikings played each other. Yeah, and the Vikings took it, took it to the Packers at Lambeau Field. They did, uh, but th- not convincingly because they didn't have to do anything crazy (laughs) (laughs) they just had to go in there and play and they got anything they wanted really Mm -hmm. i mean this defense is stopping nobody yeah this offense is doing nothing i mean there's nothing kirk cousins was having a great game he was really carving you guys up it was it was nuts to watch yeah no first downs until four minutes Four minutes left in the first half? Yeah, four minutes left in the first half. Yeah. (laughs) First 26 minutes, no first downs. Yeah. And then Um, only only a field goal in that first half. Yeah, that's... That's not going to win you games. (laughs) The last five games, our first half scores are 0-3-3-0-3. That's... So, I mean... That's tough to... uh... I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, they had 15 total yards in the first quarter. They started the game with four consecutive three and outs. We had eight first half penalties, which is the most since 2012, which costed us 69 yards. Nice. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a lot of miscues and execution that's just not getting hit. I mean, yeah, there's an RPO on third and one where it was three receivers to the right, and it was a RPO where you either run it or you look to the flat for a quick out route. Nobody was in the out route. All the receivers just went to go block. And, like, I don't know how the fuck you're supposed to create a play if you want to go for the pass. <laughs> and no one's looking for the pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I, it's just shit like that where it's, like, it falls on the coaches, falls on play calling. Like, I don't know what the fuck we're even supposed to do because that there's no way to check out of that. I mean – he got the read where there's no options saw, there. Yeah. I mean, he got the read where he saw, all right, I'm going to pass this because either a linebacker's hanging off or, you know, someone's not playing man coverage. So he's like, all right, I'm going to hit the read. I'm going to hit the flat and nobody's looking for it. And mm. if you're it's, taught to do one thing and then nobody responds, then yeah. I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation. It's funny seeing a lot of the rhetoric around uh, from, from Packers fans around uh, Jordan Love. 
just because it's so like reminiscent and on in some cases like word for word for some of the shit that Bears fans have been saying about Justin Fields, yeah. <laughs> where it's like people literally being like, "How is this guy supposed to succeed with this coaching?" And it's like, hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like well, I mean, we know the feeling. <laughs> you can see the arm talents there. He makes like yeah some stupid plays that just you know happen, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, there's he's missing open shit i mean he's not completely um devoid of blame here i mean he's yeah i mean he's got his faults and stuff too yeah but also the scheme is just i mean probably the worst in the league at this point like other than like the raiders or some shit i don't know like i don't know how anybody's supposed to succeed in this scheme that is just devoid of any creativity or any spacing Mm. i think before this game the packers were second in the league in contested catch targets which is above the steelers who are known for having terrible spacing yeah and the only team worse are the falcons who have kyle pitts and drake london who can do who can work with contested catches yeah who have a big catch radius and can do contested catches we don't have people like that. I mean, we have super inconsistent receivers, and our receivers aren't. Yeah, your receivers aren't cut helping out. out. <laughs> They're not cut out to make contested catches. We have some of the worst spacing in the league when it comes to route running and like scheming up plays, and it shows when you watch the offense. It's just, it's a fucking dumpster fire. I mean, there's zones. I mean, my Twitter was just filled with like run plays where our center and our right guard are just missing their zone blocks, just completely like falling forward onto the ground. (laughs) And then, you know, our running backs getting tackled in the backfield. And I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you're supposed to run with that shit. (laughs) Yeah. When your blockers don't block. It looks like a big mess. And I don't, I genuinely don't know who we're going to beat for the rest of the year. Like it's, it looks bad, bad. Yeah. And I hope that, um, we make changes at the end of the year at least because this is it's pretty ugly to watch yeah i mean i don't know how much of a silver lining it is but at least it's very obvious whose fault it is <laughs> like, yeah i would say so you know so it's a pretty easy problem to identify and i mean fix hopefully for your guys's front office we'll see um, uh it's also i mean we also should mention uh kirk cousins tore his achilles this game and had to leave um, which is incredibly unfortunate. That just sucks. You just hate to see it happen to anyone, uh, let alone a guy that was uh, doing really well. And I don't know. I think Kirk Cousins is pretty likable. I like him. So people around sucks. the league seem to like him. You know. Yeah. Um I think he's. I think he's done in Minnesota. Yeah. He's thirty-five oh, years yeah. old. He's 100%. out for the rest of the season. I think a hundred percent they are going to start looking at. What's the future? So yeah, you think he's done? It's uh, you think he's done overall? No, no, no. I mean, not, he could, he could be if he wanted to be. He's yeah. made enough money, but I, uh, I don't think, I think he, I don't think that's how he would want to go down. He wants know? more, yeah. So yeah. I was gonna have a little piece about Kirk Cousins, but I want to touch on the Packers defense real quick. Okay. So, because I have a lot of shit to say about the Vikings, um. Packers defense had a play on third and two where they dropped nine into coverage on third and two in the red zone, (laughs) dropped nine into coverage. 
And you know what happened? The Vikings got a 20-yard play, <laughs> a pass play to Hawkinson, who was wide open. It's it's the most uncomplimentary football you're going to fucking see in the NFL right now. Jair fucking sucks this year. I don't know what's happening. I mean, we have the worst fourth down defense in the league. I mean, the defense is just letting receivers get way too much space. I mean, they don't have Jefferson. If they had Jefferson, they would have hung like 40 on us, especially if Kirk doesn't get injured. It's – there's – there's no consistency. He does, Joe Barry doesn't know what the fuck he wants to do. And it's just the defense just looks out of position. And just offense, defense, this whole team just looks like a fucking mess. And, uh, yeah, I like I said earlier, even on the defensive side, I don't know who we're going to beat because there's no upside here. We we extended Rashawn Gary for four years. So, I mean, I'll take that. That's the <laughs> Bright spot. spot. Yeah. Yeah. But, Yeah. That's about it for the Packers. It's they might be like bottom tier team in the entire league because it's just it looks really fucking bad. One of us, one of us, dude. That Packers Bears game we thought was going to be so electric, but yeah. it might be for the number one overall pick. dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the true Caleb Williams ball. <laughs> That's gonna be yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I just forgot we. Yeah, we were musing about how, oh, yeah, like both of these teams are going to be totally different by the end of the season. Like maybe we'll be like, you know, doing really well and it'll be a great game to watch. That might just be a fucking double dumpster fire going yeah. on. <laughs> I mean, the Packers do play the Giants and the Panthers and then the Bears. So it'll be interesting to see how bad we really are. Yeah. Playing that gauntlet. Measure your floor. <laughs> yeah. That shitlet. I mean, we lost to Josh McDaniels, man. Like, uh, where's the ceiling? Where's the – how low does it Oh, get? you're looking for the floor, bud. <laughs> well, I'm seeing the ceiling of, like, how bad we can Oh, get. okay. Sure. I'm looking at bad as, like as – <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got for the Packers, unfortunately. The Vikings, though. Oh, so you want to move in? You have stuff for the Vikings? Yes. Let's I go. Do. So – I'm a Packers fan, but I'm also a football fan. And this Cousins injury really, really fucking sucks. Because this team, this was like Cousins' best year that he's been ever been having. And he also, if you saw him, he just had like a different fight in him this year. Like he was screaming at receivers to get lined up and like gave a shit, like a lot of shit about this team in this year. And I think... Even though they were 500, they looked so much better than last year. They are they were starting to play super complimentary football. That defense was starting to create turnovers. That's, that's what they were waiting for was that defense to light up. Yeah. And it seemed like they were they are absolutely starting to head on the right track. 100%. I mean, they were getting turnovers and the offense was responding with points. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you fucking win games. I mean, they were hitting a stride and they were going to I think they were going to be competitive in the NFC North for sure if they could have, you know, if Cousins didn't go down. So, I mean, that defense for the personnel that it has has been been playing so fucking good. I mean, Flores has them playing so good. I mean, that safety Bynum, I think he's a safety or a corner, he's been electric. I think he has like three interceptions in the last two games. He's been so fucking good, just disrupting so much shit over the middle. 
and they did so they're so good for being like heavy blitzers but they just disguised a lot of heavy blitzes and just confused the hell out of the offense and like they didn't know what to do because they were sending like seven people on the line and then you don't know which ones are going to drop back so an already shitty and confused offensive line is just sitting there scrambling trying to you know find out who to pick up and uh yeah it was just a good ass game from that vikings defense and that defense had consistently been putting together good plays and if they could have they they were i think they were going to be really fucking good if they kept on that trajectory because yeah if cousins didn't get, go down and if they had kept on track yeah i mean that it sucks because that team actually like looked really insane yeah um it'll be I'm, interesting i'm telling you brady coming out of retirement he's going to save the vikings the nfc north <laughs> is going to swing that way it's going to be it's going to be fucking wild man it's going to be wild yeah it'll be interesting to see if they plug and play somebody because o'connell's system isn't super plug and play but they have the playmakers too plug in a quarterback and carry him yeah well i mean also what what options do they have (laughs) outside of trying that you know jaron hall would be their only option right now he's the guy who stepped in for cousins but Mm -hmm. he's a rookie i mean like i don't know what you're gonna expect from that um go get kaepernick he's ready right he's he's (laughs) said, hey i'm in shape i'm ready to go Oh, imagine uh um if there's a woke enough city to do it, it would it would be it would be it Minnesota. Would, yeah, it would be in Minnesota. Be Minnesota. And I'd be, I'm 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 fine with that. <laughs> the only guy I can see them like making a move for is like Tannehill, but even that's a stretch because that's a lot of cap to eat, especially yep. with Cousins. It's a ton of cap to eat, especially <laughs> with Cousins. Like. Yeah, and Tannehill's tr- like Tannehill's contract right now is fucking bananas. Like, <laughs> uh, they went all hard. in, dude. They really thought that they. That Tennessee was, you know, the real deal, which they were for a little bit there. Yeah, for a minute, yeah. Yeah, and, and, um, yeah, oof. I mean, this was without Justin Jefferson. If they could have fucking had Jefferson, this team with that defense just looks fucking 70, baby. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) They would have broken the record, huh? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see who they, if they pick up anybody, who they'll pick up, because yeah, the it's just tough. You can't plan for this either. It's just so that's just so unfortunate. The O'Connell system is very. It needs a certain type of quarterback. It needs like a vertical passing quarterback, someone who can hit deep, but also you know hit people to create space or create plays afterwards. Um, so it's it's. But, I mean, like I said, they have the playmakers to fucking, you know, put a quarterback in there and make it work. It's just the system is a little hard to adopt. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do. What see what they, they can take. finagle. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, anybody? Come back. <laughs> fucking tape to his Minnesota. leg up. <laughs> tape his leg up and maybe he'll... Tape his leg up. The bitch is starting next week, isn't he? <laughs> Rodgers? <laughs> You see him uh, walking around out there and like yeah. throwing. He's doing dropbacks and throwing and shit. And, uh, <laughs> like this bitch is starting next week. He's ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're winning right now. Might as well just hold them out. Any more on the uh, Packers Vikings game? No, I think that's it. Uh, yeah. Packers suck. Vikings will be interesting to see what happens. I don't think that see there's anyone out there that can save them right now, though. I think that they're going to oh, yeah, immediately no. drop into at best a mediocre team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whereas they were like absolutely on 
on the right path to yeah, there's just no one available there's no moves you can make right uh, uh unless you can like I especially don't know. midway like we're halfway into the season there's just yeah not, yeah not, yeah not it's a lot very, of cards to play for them very bad timing yeah. on kirk cousins end asshole. how dare you what an asshole <laughs> uh so as we're recording this the lions have beat the las vegas raiders Jared Did Goff. You see the rush yards on that fucking game. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. 222 rushing yards for the Lions, 80 rushing yards for the Raiders. Wow. That's why it was so interesting um, why they were holding Gibbs back so much. Because I feel like he's a guy who can strive with more of a workload than what he was getting. But I mean, maybe that's just. I get he's like a smaller back, but still, I mean, I'm, you gotta give him his due. I'm willing to bet the big thing for him is longevity, time yeah. of season, like an they, Alvin Kamara kind of thing. Yes, they absolutely are built to be to take the North and try to make a deep push in the playoffs. Like they are built for that. So for me, I understand why they've been kind of like controlling that, especially when you've got Monty out there, like when he was healthy, like just fucking crushing it. You know, it's it's kind of like it, it makes sense that they have these like they have depth there that they're trying to make last and, and not put them in, in a position to have to be a workhorse or to have to take on that heavier workload um, when they don't have to. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and try to make it. Like we need to stretch them like past Thanksgiving, goddamn it! We have got to get out of November because <laughs> yeah, I think that that's been an issue um, in the history of, of Detroit. Is you know like December ball starts and and the things they're dealing with injuries, just like everyone else in the league. It's just kind of you know it hits them at the worst part. So um, I, I think it's a smart move on their part, uh, but clearly today with the lead that they took and the the pass that or the run game that was working like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 26 carries for 152 yards and a touchdown. But then Craig Reynolds also had 14 carries for 74 yards. You know, they, they averaged 5.8 and 5.3 respectively. Like, like that's, that's nuts. That's, that's fucking wild. That's a that 486 is, total yards for the Lions. That, that's 40 carries. That's 40 rushing attempts. And they both averaged over five yards on 40 rushing attempts. That's nuts. And I know what you're thinking. It's like, oh, well, you know, they probably, someone had like an 80 yard breakaway or something. You know, they're like, throw it no, the longest was 27 yards. <laughs> like, so they're just chipping at them. Yeah. That's nuts. I don't, that's not even chipping, bro. Chipping is like when you get that like three, 3.2, where you're like, yeah. I, I could literally get a first down on like every set of downs with just running it based on the average. Uh, th- this was straight up like, I'm getting a first down every two rushes. Like, <laughs> so they did whatever the fuck they wanted once they got it going. We watched, we saw part of the first half and it did look like the Lions were just kind of like uh, stalling a little. I don't know. It felt like they were kind of like things weren't clicking yet. Clearly they strained it out because that score one, well, even like you look through the, the game recap 29 first downs versus 12 for the Raiders. That's nuts. Uh, so they more than doubled the first down. <laughs> Third down efficiency. Hey, they were six for 14. <laughs> Sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Devontae Adams needs to get the fuck out of Las get Vegas. Get the fuck. Yeah. 
Wasting away. One catch for 11 yards. That is How old is he? what he sees for. 32, 31. Oh, so he doesn't have no a lot of time left. But that's the thing is he his game doesn't rely on athleticism. He's just an insanely good route runner and knows mm. how to read corners. Like so he's gonna be good for a few more years. He 100%. does absolutely have the right IQ for it. It's uh yeah. it, he reminds me of um Oh he's only thirty. What's his name? Oh, okay. uh, that's not too uh, Played for the Cardinals. Uh, uh, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Yes, yes. It reminds me of Fitzgerald with his like just the the IQ piece of it, right? Like he's very efficient with what he does. Mm. Oh. Well, uh, he's like the best at the league. He's like the best in the league at like the fundament the fundamentals of being a receiver. Just the route running and like, What's reading. That like, <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. being being not even. I don't know, just good at fucking <laughs> a uh, position. <laughs> you would Pretty have nice to, to ask know. someone like Devontae Adams. He's still got seven targets, but they're Jimmy G targets, so it doesn't amount to much. Jimmy G. All right. Uh, you yeah, got Jameer anything you want to dig into here? I feel I'm, it's tough because it just finished and we didn't watch the whole thing. And Jameer whatever, Gibbs breakout but... game. Yeah, I, I would Porta say. Looks fucking good. Yo, that was a pickup. I tell you what, that taking him in the draft was smart. And again, he's he's starting to like pop off at the right time too. You know, it's it's yeah. that we're hitting that week seven, week eight, week nine stride where systems are starting to make sense to some of the rookies um, that have except for last week play and right. <laughs> and like, um, but being able to like see that that trend upwards with some of the upcoming talent, I think that this this through like. This month, basically, we're heading into November. I think you're going to see um, some very the future of the league uh, being mentioned more often with some of these younger guys. So that is one thing I am looking forward to from not just the league, but from the NFC North especially is like, all right, I want to see who some of the key players might be around here for a while. You know, um, so. who is that you guys mentioned earlier? Just now, who was that? Laporta. Laporta. Okay. Tight end. Okay. The fucking. <laughs> these Iowa tight ends just always turn out to be good. I mean, yeah, they do. <laughs> you just gotta draft they get them there, they tight feed them a bunch of corn, they make them work in the fields, and <laughs> get that farmer strength up. They're out there ready to go. Alex and, and... Saloni looks like a Greek god. <laughs> Have you seen that motherfucker? <laughs> he looks like Thor's brother. All right, yeah, I think that wraps it up for the lines on my end. You got anything, Stein? Nope. Week 10 preview, baby. On to the week 10 preview of the Chicago Bears versus the New Orleans Saints. Not uh, much The preview. Saints are seven-point <laughs> favorites right now. Yeah. I am surprised that they are only seven-point favorites. Yeah. Uh, I will take the well, was, Bears yeah. to not cover. <laughs> <laughs> Learned from last week, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, seven point favorites. And let's I was see looking how at the week goes. I was because I think the, the last I saw that it was before they announced that Bajan was going to be the starting quarterback. So yeah, maybe that, that changes. Actually, that money line might spread a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bears suck. It doesn't look like we're. I mean, we just any trend that we had going, we just fucking threw it in the garbage. <laughs> uh, and the Saints, I don't know. They're they're four and four right now. I was looking at it. They've had really close games, but they haven't really... I mean, I just think they're bad, too. I just think they've been better than 
a few other really bad teams. Their defense is really disciplined and good. Extremely yeah. disciplined. <laughs> they they are oh, I've got it here. Hang on a second. Uh well, first off, the Bears have lost seven straight showdowns dating back to 2011. Against the Saints. Against the Saints. Now, granted, the last one was in 2021. Uh we lost 21 to nine at home in the wild card card round. Uh, but that was with Drew Brees was still the QB. Oh, you know? So yeah. you, you do have to like can take that into consideration. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. they certainly don't have Drew Brees out there anymore. But, Is it still Winston uh, out there? No. Um, no, it's Carr. Yeah, Carr's back. Carr's, Carr's back. Um, and Carr had a hell of a game yesterday. Um, his best one with with the uh, with the Saints thus far. So I think he threw for a little over three hundred. And that was against the Colts, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Colts, which are not a they're not necessarily a a bullshit team either. So, no. what do you got? What do you got going? What are you thinking? As far as I just, I don't know. There's just not, I, I mean, I think it's just because the Saints are going to, I think they'll just be better. I think we're just bad. Again, any momentum, any trends we had going, we just could not keep it going. I don't think it's going to change. I don't think it's going to turn around. We are about to be 10 games into the season, and I think we've well established our identity and what it's going to be this season. So, Good thing for the Saints is Derek Carr is best when he has to throw a lot. And he, they don't have much of a run game right now. And you guys have a good pass a or great a good run defense. Run defense, yeah. So I think it might just be Derek Carr just throwing for like 40 times, you know, for 300 yards again. And two touchdowns, maybe three. I yeah. guarantee you've got you've got Taysom Hill out there. You've got Rashid Shahid has has been having some. He's been doing pretty well. He's looking so good this year. So good. Uh, this is like it's that right time. They're hitting that stride, right? And then, but you still have Alvin Kamara back there, like <laughs> who is not as athletic as he used to be, but he but can still break out those. He can still break out, but he can, he also still serves as like as a true receiving threat. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um I think that that's something else. And then you've got Michael Thomas who again maybe not quite as as athletic as years past but is he's still a formidable athlete, you know, Good safety blanket for sure. 100%. He is someone that is going to go out there and he's going to put hits on people too. That's the other thing I like about him is he's got the size to to make corners and safeties second guess some of the, <laughs> some of the hits they try to do like because because he'll he smacks back pretty well so um granted he might get hurt when he does that but <laughs> and, i mean they also have MO. an insane receiver in chris olave who's probably their best receiver right now but he's he's having a tough year right now but well, he he's can serving pop off at any time. Yeah, and he's serving as as being being one of the better receivers. The coverage is being pulled his way, which is allowing Shahid to, to really look like a, a, a fantastic receiver this year. So, um, no, I I don't think we have what it takes. I don't think we have the personnel. I don't think we have the discipline. Certainly not the discipline. Um, I don't know that we're going to get any run lanes open against this one. Uh, you know, their defense is. Their defense just fucking they, they're kind of like the Miami Heat in the in the NBA where it's just they'll pull people off the practice squad and they just fucking like get it done. They just know what to do. Mm -hmm. It's insane. I mean, these people, they have people who pop off every year. Where it's just like Carl Granderson this year has been so fucking good, but I didn't know who the fuck he was last year. But he's just been he's been so crucial to that defense. 
and like Alante Taylor, their corner, and Isaac y- uh, Yadam, who was a Green Bay Packers practice squad player, has been fucking, you know, playing disciplined football. Sounds like the coaches set their players up for success, make sure they know what's going on, and well, even they, the backups, they, even the practice squad, even the guys. They truly the are about, about the fundamentals. They truly are about, like, drilling it down, practicing it, you know, shit that we don't do. Mm-hmm. So I... I and knowing what their job is, like knowing this is your assignment, this is where you need to be, this is where you need to go. So, and and that that is a great, I think that's very indicative of the coaching staff across the board, the fact that they can go in and pull up and go in and, and pull guys from the practice squad who are ready. Yeah. They're like, nope, I know what I need to do. I got this, mm-hmm. you know, and, and um, yeah. And that ultimately makes them such a dangerous team too in the future because they're building sort of like, uh, in baseball, you know, you've got your farm, new farm system, and that's basically what this is. Is they're <laughs> just they're building, building up. That. Yeah. It's, it's good. That's good, and that also means that the organization across the board is sort of on the same page with each other. And I think that's something the Bears have failed at consistently. Yeah. Is, um. So no, I I don't I I don't have any hope whatsoever of the Bears winning this. My sincere hope is that Bajan goes out and he protects the football. He's not. You could tell that he was a little more hesitant in this game with some throws, but I think that's because he was getting deep. They allowed him to be deeper in the in the read, and also because he was throwing from behind and and he wasn't one hundred percent comfortable. and And his number one priority should be take care of the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so like you could see that there was a little extra hesitation here and there. Yeah. Um, but again, that he's a fucking second time starting yeah <laughs> as a rookie like, quarterback yeah you know, of, of, and only a week and a half that he's had working with the second string two yeah. weeks now you know so it's like yeah or with the first string so yeah. don't see this happening uh oh here uh total points hang on i've got the outlook for that um this one over under is 41 i'm gonna say you know what i would love to see badging go out there and hit a couple uh, a couple of tutties. I'd love to see the running back get one in maybe or something, you know, or, or even commit, let's get him in the end zone for one, you know? So, um, so that, I mean, that's, I'm going to say we can put up at least 14, 13. I'm going to say we can put up 13. That leaves 28 to be scored <laughs> by the Saints. Um, and that fully depends on how aggressive they want to be. I think it's doable. Um, I might take the over, but I'm going to take the Saints. <laughs> it's the primary scoring there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Bajan's showed himself capable of scoring at least 14 points, so <laughs> it's not too outrageous. Yeah, I don't have a lot of faith in this Bears team. This season has not turned out what I thought it would be, and it sucks. But I think that does it for the Week 10 preview, unless you got anything else, Isaac or Stein? No, I, I don't. Uh, I, I will say I, if something like dramatic happens with the trade deadline on Halloween, we might have to jump on for like a short, a short thing later. Like if if all of a sudden Fields is gone, is gone. Or, you know what I mean? Like or some. Oh like man, yeah. That that, that or Young is here. Yeah. Otherwise, fuck y'all. We'll talk next week. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate the timing that you know we're recording this the day before the deadline, and then they're probably out either day of or day after. But that's how she goes. We have lives to live. Can't do much about it. So now we are in the part of the show where I say, Stein, what have you got for the people? Make sure to check out the other podcast, Chick Flicks with Dicks. Uh, find us on any streaming network that you use for your podcast. If you don't find it, let me know so I can get us on there. Uh, and then otherwise, if you want to hit me up, Real Gym Heroes on Instagram. 
uh, for any personal training opportunities. Um, that's where you can find me there. All righty. Isaac, what have you got for the people? Uh, Instagram. I thought you were about to choke on that one. Z-E-C-K. Yeah. New project out, right? Yep. New project. New EP just dropped. Immaculate Vibes. Borrowed Time. It's fucking amazing. Um, Probably project of the year. Um, So if you want to go check it out and get in the loop, go ahead. It's It's all over my Instagram. Very, very cool. If you guys want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at O-H-M-A-R, Daniel. You can find all my stuff there. I keep it pretty updated and just uh, post, you know, silly things or fun things there too. Uh, If you want to find my music, it's my regular name, Omar Daniel, on wherever you find music, no H. I'm going to have, uh, I did a new song. Yeah, I did a new song and then hopefully a new album soon. So keep an eye out for that. Good song. If you want to follow, thank you. If you want to follow the podcast, you can follow us at the Bear Clock Pod at, on TikTok and Instagram. If you would like to send us an email, you can send us an email at bearclawpodcontact at gmail.com. As always, please rate and review. Please share with any fellow Bears fans who are also miserable right now. We thank you very much for being here with us and listening to the podcast. We really, really, really appreciate it. Chin up and bear down. This shit sucks, but we're in it together. This is the life of a Bears fan, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll catch you next week. Deuces.